In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello, and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordan Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's what's this what's the haps? Um, things are good. I feel like you are having a very busy month <laughs> compared to me, who've been in my apartment just day in and day out. But um well, I feel like you're really back in the swing of things. I'm in the swing of things. I, I like so I have to keep myself busy to feel like I'm moving forward. When all this stuff shut down, like I lost work. I lost right. jobs. So like I just dug into other things so I can feel some value. And when I did that, now you start collecting new the side projects become important projects. What do you let go? What do you keep going? So now like a little bit of touring has come back. Um I'm, so I'm going on the road a little bit more, but then also The Bachelor and doing, you know, uh, and then I'm like, okay, I'll do a post-game show for The Bachelor. And that became easy when, you know, there was no shows and maybe I was doing less shows. And now it's like shows and Bachelor. It's all stuff that I would, like, if five years ago you were like, I was complaining to myself about this, I'd be like, Jared, shut the fuck up. You, you make fun of The Bachelor and people enjoy it. Like, that's what I wanted right. out of this. But I, it's definitely like, as and plus with uh, I have another podcast so like there's there's just a lot of me talking and I'm ready to shut the fuck up but not today we're gonna because <laughs> we're doing we're doing some episodes <laughs> yeah this um, would be a bad podcast yeah you're like the hardest working man in America it's like I try my first best. responders <laughs> and then like you're like second responder I'm the second responder yeah I am a I'm not an essential worker but it's essential to my own mental health I that's the thing like where. You know, with everything that's going on, that's been like the hardest thing for me is like all I want to do is work. All I want and work to me is fun. And I understand there's some people that are like, no, I get to work from home in my feety pajamas. You know, this is things right. have kind of worked out. That's why I don't like buy that. Everyone's like horrified and can't believe, you know, like like some people it's like worked out for them. Like all I want to do is do stand up. All I want to do is do shows. All I want to do is yell at The Bachelor and like. So much of this other stuff, you have to like pause yourself, make sure you're not acting tone deaf, make sure you're doing the right things. And it's, you know, it's um, it, I, yeah. I can't complain, but I will complain because I love to complain. It's a sensitive climate. I could see why doing stand up would be a little scarier than uh, it's a stand up is actually the least scary because you're in a room. You can feel the temperature of the room. So like mm -hmm. if a joke isn't going well, you can kind of like call it out a little bit. You can like, and, and I know what I like talking about. I think it's a little bit more sensitive with online stuff. Like I, you have to understand, like when do you put something out there and you know, one thing happens and it's like, look what you did. Like I had someone DM me. This is how much we, I think about it. And I know no one else thinks about it because I had someone DM me last week. We're taping, a week ahead of time during what was going on with the election with, you know, 
We're counting ballots. Everyone's on CNN. Everyone's watching all the news stations. People are posting. And it's all election all the time, right? Right. And someone messaged me a DM. They were like, hey, my dog Cookie is in a costume contest at their daycare dressed as the Cookie Monster. Can you share the link uh, for to, for people to vote for my dog Cookie, the Cookie Monster, and it's like I had a moment where I was like, I can't believe that this has to be a joke. Like right. you're asking me, like I listen. I've been, I I'm very aware of people's sensitivity. Like I I have my own pol- feelings on being political, and I put as much out there that I feel comfortable with, and I think everyone deserves their own level of comfort with that stuff but i understand also that if i put out hey can you guys vote for cookie the cookie monster in the midst on of election the week in the midst of like election week like how toned up and i'm sitting here for like uh like legitimately an hour i can't stop thinking of cookie the cookie monster and this woman who's like telling me to put out the link to help out her dog win a costume contest like i kind of envied her to be like, like so unaware of it's like living in your own bubble. So unaware of the tone of the country, of online, of of how people would take that or of how I like just the idea that like to her it's like, yeah, my dog's in a costume contest. Why wouldn't you ask people to vote for Cookie? Look how cute right. the dog it's is. It's not and even then, like you know her too. No, I don't know. It's a, a or random or that you even like dogs that much, particularly. Uh, or, like that you're that, in, <laughs> the, there's so many things that I'm th- you're thinking the same way I'm thinking like right. there's there's so many layers to me putting out and again no one gives a shit about me I'm not saying I'm an important person I'm just saying the stress of one person writing back being like hey I'm usually a fan but you put out that link to like vote for a dog in a costume contest and you haven't necessarily been political enough for me and it's just disappointing and it's like the rage I would feel for all of it like right. no one cares and and I and again this is back to the stress of like everyone has their own stresses I'm not saying my stresses are even important I'm just saying I don't think anyone nobody realizes how your effect no one cares about you as much as you so like no one cares like her with the her everything's black and white vote for my dog for the cookie costume like what Mm -hmm. there's nothing else going on and i'm sitting here for hours stressing out like i'm like mad at her for asking I, i i hope she's listening i want her to know my pain i want her to know my stress that i felt i had like an hour thing i tweeted about it like a thousand times i was like i can't i have to get this off my chest I need people to just, you know, when something happens like on an airplane and someone like is annoying on an airplane and all you want is to make eye contact with another person who's neutral to the argument Nod at how crazy that person's being. Yeah. I wanted a public nod at like, Hey, that is crazy. You know? So I, I, and again, just like dating stuff to bring it back to the topic of this podcast. So many of these things happen on your phone and alone. It's just you and the phone, you and the screen. So you're like, am I crazy? This person messaged me on a dating app and asked what I'm here for. Like, why is this person asking me? Why am I getting so upset by this? Why am I the one stressing out? And they never seem to stress out. 
Right. They this want is a someone, huge rant. They want someone <laughs> to confirm that this is weird. I um, need that in life. Right. I don't know if you feel, but I'm saying you have a you have a media company. You you understand this, right? Yeah, I obviously understand that the internet. <laughs> is full of people who have no idea like where you're kind of like, I can't believe this person managed to exist like for I, this I, long without I understanding really, the ways of the world and understanding like how things look, the tone, like right. they're putting on fucking hardcore rock music at a funeral. And it's like, don't you realize what's going on right i don't know and, right so, and then there's the thing is like some people don't deal with the internet at all so they're like ah it's the internet and you're like yeah that's i i understand how you feel that way but you you should understand that how like we've made a deal with the devil like w for us to make money we have to have the internet but we also have to deal with these crazies yeah i mean that's what i'm saying it's like a double you know double-edged sword that obviously yeah. like you make money off of it. You can't really come like you kind of have to deal with the other side of it. I always think of like I remember Khloe Kardashian was like very mad when like people when she, people were she was getting back together with with Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Thing and she was like people are like or or she, it was like the first time when he cheated on her or something and she's like people are like keep like sending me messages about like how they don't want me to do this or like they think that like it's whatever like harassing messages about how like mad they were sure. that she was thinking of going back with him. And I'm kind of like, you're not like upset about all the messages and all the excitement when like something great, like when you're pregnant or when something sure. like that you want happens. So I do see the other side of it where it's like, we can't just expect people to only be happy for us on the internet. Ab absolutely. And I get way more nice things than negative. And I, and I would also say what you just said, the wording you use is what happens on the internet. It'll be like two people that will be like, how could you do this? And that turns into people are being, are mad. And, right. and then, you know, news places do this thing. They're like, Twitter has gone crazy. And it's like three idiots. And it's like, yeah. we, it's tough to like differentiate between what are people saying or what are two people saying? It's like the influencers. They're like, a lot of you have been asking. And it's like two people, two people. But the, I once read that like the, the, the brain work, the chemical component of 10,000 people following you, there's no difference between 10,000 and 10 million. I think I read that too, because it's like, um, which would put me in your boat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with way less <laughs> followers than you. We're on the same field. But we um, are. No, I, we, we no, have... I mean, I definitely get less DMs than you. I'm like positive about that. But 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 you're the feeling we get from it like it's like a it's a dimin uh, diminishing return right. like it's, it's a it, sense of right well i can see how it would also turn the influencer of sorts into a crazy person too and like we're saying absolutely like, where it's like you kind of get into this world and it's funny because like i have like not the best fashion sense like i'm very aware of that you can probably tell from like the same i wear i wear the same shirt on every podcast you record and i will have people who dm me who are like oh like what are you wearing? Like, can you t tell me where you got your dress or whatever? So like in, but in my head, I like go two ways. Part of me is like, well, a lot of people have been asking, like maybe, <laughs> maybe they want to know, like people want to yeah. know, but then like I'm yeah. brought back to down to earth to be like two people. And I have like 27,000 followers or something. It's like, it's not like a lot of people haven't been asking, but you kind of do I get in your head for a second where you're like two people asked people want to know it's a legitimate disease it's a legitimate thing that you have to fight off every day and it's like 
one of those things you can't really complain. I mean, I'm sure people are listening right now being like, boo-hoo. But it would be funny if you were like, hey, guys, swipe up if you want this T-shirt. I got it 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> I, it's from this American Eagle. This my sister's Eagle. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So and if you want it worn in like this, all you got to do, the way I get my shirts like this is I wear them seven days in a row without washing them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, say, that's like, that would be the reality. And that's why, like, I have to, like, if you, if I, w- if I was, like, even slightly less self-aware, I think that it might go to my head and be like, this is the content that the people want. It's a slippery slope. And I, that's why when I see those influencers, I get where they're coming from even though i love making fun of them like i see we all know how it can work out that way you know 100 uh, yeah. percent. what are you what have you been doing you said you just haven't been busy you're just hanging out i mean i've been bu- i've definitely been busy with work but i've been home so yeah. i've just been you know here are you but, going um, out at all you guys doing any dinner dates you going leaving the yeah. place We've done some double dates. You know, we do like a an activity here there. I like am pretty introverted. I mean, you should know from our tour. Like, what did I do yeah. on the tour? Like, I was like in the show. I was out the show. I was back in my hotel room away from everyone. Ready um, to be home. It, it, I've never seen someone go from show to bed so quickly in my entire life. Yeah. So I'm saying for, for me, like, this is kind of like fine. Like, yeah, I can totally I, I, see I, how someone who's like loves talking, engaging with people and like, you know, like meeting new people and being social would be like, this is the worst for me. I'm kind of like, this is like not so bad. Especially, I mean, especially if you're single right now, like there's people like that haven't hugged someone in seven months. Oh like, yeah. You know, like, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can see, like, I can yeah. see why it's the, my case is not the case for everyone. I had a question for you though, to bring it back to relationships also. Sure. It's like, obviously like your job is one where you were away a lot of the time. And I know that like, Maybe before COVID, that was sort of maybe a point of contention in your relationship is that mm-hmm. you weren't necessarily around as much as someone in a regular relationship. But do you yeah. find that now, I mean, it's funny, you did move in at the same time as COVID. Do you find that now that you live together, it's much easier to navigate that because it's like sort of a default to seeing each other when you're not on the road? Um, I think it's easier, but you know what's harder is, and I have to be better at this, is like, making a special time together so like okay so i think this is like a problem for a lot of people in relationships you're with each other all day long and then i go away to do a show for a weekend i go do the shows i'm i'm working it's a little bit you know it's taxing physically and like a little bit mental and mentally so like you get back from a weekend and it's like sunday and all i want to do is like lay in bed and watch tv and just like hang when it was when we were living apart, I could be like, okay, this we're scheduling the date for Sunday night at eight o'clock. I could come home, right. sleep all day, and then like be ready to be like on for a date. I got back uh, Sunday ago, and you know I got into bed, and then it was like eleven a.m. and Jess is like, okay, we're gonna go. Let's go to the park, and I'm like, okay, let's go to the park, and I'm like, what are we gonna do? You know, like I'm in my mind, I'm like. What are we going to do at the park? And I'm like a little tired. I'm like, you know, again, like you want to be up for the the hangouts. And I don't want to be like a not fun person for her. But right. you can get like, I don't know. Have you found this? Like, like we ended up going to the park. We walked around for a bit. And there's a point where I'm like, right, I'm getting hungry. And I didn't really plan a place for us to go. And like Jess didn't either. But like 
maybe I probably should have planned a place for us to go because then we started walking towards other places. Every, it's beautiful out. Everyone's seating outside. And then I'm like, okay, let's walk towards the Upper East Side, I like Second Avenue. There's a bunch of restaurants there. We'll find one. So now we're walking through and all the places – like. You know when you're looking for a restaurant and like you you're thinking of a perfect situation that doesn't exist, right? Like, we'll stumble we're, we're, into the you know into the, the we, little hole in the wall that no one you know is actually great and it's our place yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> we we want brunch food outdoors, a little shady, not too much sun. Like we have like and and that doesn't exist like without a reservation, without a reservation, without thought, and like. The longer this goes, the more she's going, well, and then we like walk by one restaurant. She's like, I'd go there. And I'm going, I can't, I need you excited or not. Like I need, yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't want to slide into a place. And then we get there 20 minutes later. You're going, well, you didn't plan. No, no, no. We're going to be. Ha so like, again, this is like all back to like the original of like, I wanted to come home and sleep and then figure out, I don't want to plan a day. But you kind of have to fashion out these moments and try to or else we're just living together. and We're not together. Does that make sense? I see what you're saying. I think I mean, like, it's funny because I feel like that hap that that's an issue because you're on the road a lot. But I feel like it's also an issue if you're together all day, yes. all the time. Like, it's like almost equally an issue in that way, because I'm like. To him, I'm like, why don't you plan like a date night or something like that? Like on the weekend, he's like, because we like have dinner together like every night. So I'm like, but sure. I was like, but yeah, let's do something it's like something different. Like it's like we, you know what I mean? Like it's a you can you can fall into like a rut if not like why? I was, and I was like, why don't you plan like something for us to do that you plan? And it'll like feel like me and I'll feel like I'm being taken out and we'll mm -hmm. like be doing something different than our usual go to routine. It's like harder to to, to feel the need for it when you're together all the time. Yeah, there's like something nice to missing someone. Right. You know, like and uh, yeah, and then like if, if it's all day long, like you're like you, we're going to go out and like at that point I'm like let's go out and get fucked up. Like let's go get drunk <laughs> and really shake this shit up. You know, like it's I think like seeing a lot of people, like I love seeing a lot of Jess, like I'm like having a great time with that. But it's like how do I differentiate this home time from okay, we're on date time. Quality and it's like time. Quality time. And like, and so when you leave town and you come back and you're like, well, we're here all the time together. What do, let's just go down the street. And it's like, that's not really an exciting thing as a partnership. And right, I, so I, and I think we're not alone in having those issues. Like I, I think a lot. I, and again, I'm calling it an issue. I, I think Jess would be like, what is it an issue? Like, <laughs> I, you know, like, I, I don't think it's like a, a problem as much as it's more like I'm aware that I could be better at playing these things. And then then you would say like, oh, well, why don't you plan something for Thursday? And I'd be like, I'm fucking tired. Like, right. I, I just got I just got back. I'm away right now. You know? <laughs> like, Yeah. No, I, I see that. I think it's like hard to be like, because it's so much easier to just like not do it in the per like. Do you know what I mean? So I think it is. It let's is order pizza. I mean, let, let's order pizza and get drunk in, in our apartment. You know, like, yeah, that's kind of easier. And like, right. I don't I like doing that. I like doing that too. That's why it's like, I think it is more difficult. Like in a long-term relationship, those are the things that come up where you're like, you have to really put in a concerted effort as opposed to when you're dating and you're not living together. If you want to keep things in like sort of an exciting 
well, novel it's, way. It's why I take a lot of walks. I'm like, let me get out of here. Let me get out of your way. Like, I don't want to be around, just be around. Like, let me mm -hmm. separate a little. Let me go to a coffee place. Let me sit on a bench. I do a lot of bench sitting, just staring. I'm like an old oh, man you're who that feeds guy? the birds. Yeah, I am the biggest bench sitter, coffee drinker, loud phone talker that exists in New York City. Me and like- Are you Alec Baldwin? <laughs> That, that's me. I'm Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, do you like usually you get really angry at someone uh, on the internet at a bird? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier. And I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. What are we talking about today? What do we got going? Today we're talking about um, how much daily communication tells you about where a relationship is at. So I'll read I the mean, email. We just kind of talk. I mean, like on that subject, like... You know, if you're with someone like there's moments where, you know, I I think my biggest problem with working at home with someone that's doing a different job is that both people are l taking their breaks at different times. 
Like, like right. there's never a time where I'm like, yeah, we got to work on the project. I'll see you when the project's done. Like, she'll get done with the project and go, hey, what are you doing? And I'll be like, in the middle of a thought. And I'll be like, I just lost the thought. You need to, like, stop it. And then she'll be in the middle of, like, a math equation. I'll be like, hey, are you on the meeting? And she'll be like, can you just stop in the middle? Of, like, I'm in the, so I think, like, that's a tough thing in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, when you're, especially when you're working in the same place. Cause, again, oh, my God. That's because that's a an issue that our our ancestors did not have to deal with <laughs> probably um but it's funny i i had this conversation with mike actually there's a there's a show on hbo at max it's called the undoing nicole mm. kidman hugh grant i've heard of it i've heard uh, uh people are into it there's been like three episodes you should watch it it's good okay um but in the show like she can't reach the husband and then she's he like is on a conference and she can't reach him um and i'm like how long I was I was asking him because I'm like, how long would I have to not like text you for you to be like concerned? Mm. And he's like, I don't know, like a day and a half. I'm like, <laughs> that seems like pretty fucking long. Yeah, that's like, a long time. <laughs> like a day and a half. That's like a whole night. Right. Like, you, what if you didn't come home? It's too late at that. that yeah, well, I, I was like, okay. Well, he was like on a conference, so I was like, okay. Could, and she'd been texting him, so he's like at. He's in a different state for work. Okay, so you're so the scenario is you're away, right? And, I mean, and you're on the road. Like we're doing shows. And yeah, then, that was the one I gave. So him. Mike, Mike said a day and a that's a long said, time. I got, that's what I was like. I was like, I was like, I could be like totally. I'm like totally dead and like buried by then. Yeah, like, like that's. I was like, well, maybe I need to find someone else to check in on me because that's. It, it, but, he'll be what he'll be watching the news they'll do a special report i'm sure right well i'm like well what i was like what would your thought process be if you like he's like well i'm trying to he's like when and, and it made me think I, mean, I guess like we haven't been away from each other in that long of a time but when i we didn't text like a ton like we would do like a phone call at the end of the night but we're not like mm -hmm. huge small talk texters so it made me think like okay he, he would he would text me like Good luck on the show, probably. Like, like I'd leave in the morning. He went to work. Good luck on the show. If I didn't answer that, and I'm like, you don't start to get worried? He's like, I don't know. Like, maybe, like, I'd, I'd assume you're busy with the show the next morning. You know, like, I'd probably call you if you didn't answer by then. And then if you still didn't answer, like, by that afternoon, I would start to... <laughs> Man, if you... I mean, I mean, this is one of those things that it's like you're either testing him or you're dead. Like right. to see to see about this, so it's like it'd be funny if your ghost came back to haunt him for not texting you early enough. Like, how could you not check in on me? Why were you not worried? Right. What about what about you? How long do you think? Um, um I didn't have. I I think I think if I didn't, I and especially because I'm on the road a lot, so we're kind of used to the dynamic of like. I'm away. When do we check in? I usually check in after a show and then I'm out later than she stays up. So I'll text that night like, oh, this happened, this happened. Then I'll just assume she fell asleep. And then I'll have a text from her at like 5 a.m. being like, I can't sleep. I had a nightmare like that'll okay. be that's our usual text conversation. And then we kind of like reconvene around 9 a.m. 930. OK, so, so you're probably calling that night cops. Um, I'm calling the cops the next day, but I have texted a few times that night. Okay. Like it would take me until 10 a.m. to be like, what? Like if we were texting, 
if I was like, hey, I got the show, and then I text after the show, show sucked, whatever, it was great. Um, I bombed, and then she didn't answer. I'd assume she was sleeping. And then the next morning, if I didn't get anything, I'd be like, hey, you awake? What's going on? And around 10 a.m., I'd be like, a concern. Okay. So I guess you're, you, you, uh, you love her more than Mike loves me. A little bit more, but I, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I I think also like the way you've described your texting, it fits in line with your texting. Like the fact that you're like in the morning, like, yeah, I'm gone. Like Jess and I are way more like, and again, this is where you get into like, what's right, what's wrong. There's nothing right or wrong. It's like, what's your comfortability? It's what's your dynamic. Like, you know, what do you, what do you prefer? And is some, that person a match for however you text totally like i i te- you know if jess texts me 17 times in a day i'd be like hey just saw this you know like and then i would i would it would be fine i would understand it but i would be like just saw this i was doing this blank and this and then it wouldn't be like i felt like i needed to like account for what i was but it was just more like oh this is why i didn't answer right but yeah, I, that makes I, sense you know it, it, but we're also like i'm texting like man my stomach hurts like i'll text that like, you know, it's just like a little small complaints throughout the day. Right. And how, how long into you, I mean, you might not remember this, how long into dating were you texting like every day? Pretty soon. Because I'm not one to hold back with that stuff. I'm, I'm a pretty communicative person. So mm-hmm. like the idea of like, if I like someone, I'm texting with them. Like I don't really have that. I don't believe in that wall. Like I think you text when you have something to say. Right. But you would have like, something to say every day? No, not every day, but like I, I guess like every other day. I don't know. I, I, it would depend on the situation because like, hey, we had a great date. I think a text the next day I would, is something I would do like, hey, what's going on, whatever. But like the idea of like how you been, like if I hadn't heard from the person, like I would do that. Right. No, I agree. Let's, let's read the email. Let's see what, let's do what this person's issue is. J&J, love the pod. Thank you for sharing your dating wisdom. I'm recently single and getting back into the dating game. My question is pretty straightforward. How soon should you expect to hear from a guy you've been on a few dates with on a daily basis? I met a guy on Hinge last, a week ago, and we had two and a half, two and a half great dates. The first one was just a walk, so I don't feel like it fully counts as a date. Uh, he was texting me daily at first, but this weekend has been less communicative, and he said he wasn't able to hang out as planned due to a big work project that came in i am familiar with his industry and working long hours on weekends doesn't necessarily sound like a lie that sounds like financy um yeah also very accusatory i okay that's not a lie to me like right that's <laughs> okay. where your head goes first maybe just because i haven't been single in a while i can't remember at what point it's normal to go a day or two without hearing from a guy and when it's a big red flag any advice please thanks i i I understand the question. I don't like the perspective, if that makes okay. any sense to you. Like, I, I don't. How soon should you expect here? To me, there's a lot of like, again, like. If he likes if me, is, I like him. Yeah, this kind of lands in that for me because it's like she's looking to protect her feelings. She doesn't want to be the idiot who keeps texting someone who doesn't really want to text with them. And. I understand that. Like, no one wants to be texting someone that's looking at their text and be like, this chick won't shut the fuck up. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, like, I, I understand the fear, but her fear won't get her anywhere. Okay. Like, like I, I, I think, like, 
The idea well, of I haven't been single in a while, I can't remember at what point is normal. There's no normal. There's you. There's you and how you feel. And she's saying, well, if he hasn't gotten back to me in a day, then he must not like me. And it's like, that's just not how it works. Like, you're trying to get to know someone. Like, like you're when you operate from this angle, you always lose. Like, there's no winning. There's no learning. You're operating in the land of rules. And if he doesn't get back after date one, then it is over. Did you? At what point has she owned her feelings in this email? Well... It seems like she likes him. Otherwise, I assume she wouldn't even be writing this in the first place. I totally um, understand that. But that the whole email is written of like, when should he get to me? When should he do this? I can't remember. It's what's normal to go a day or two without hearing from a guy. When is it a big red flag? And I know we do red flag deal breaker here. We, we right. deal in these games. But I would say to her like, hey, you, did you have fun? Do you want another date? It got canceled. Okay, I'm cool with that. I understand his industry. Things come up. It's one cancellation. Let me know when you're ready to go out again. He'll either make that date or he doesn't. Don't you think? Right. No, I agree. I think in her head, and I've been there, so I sort of like get her thought process, which I agree isn't like the most empowering thought process, but it's kind of like, I don't want to be like bothering this person if they're not interested in me or like continuously be trying it with them if they're like, they seem to be backing off. If they seem to be like mm -hmm. cooling off of the situation. Like, but I'm still interested in this situation. Like, do I make it worse by then like bothering this person or do like I give them some space? And let mm. them, like, come to me. The bothering thing, you have to, like, let's think of, let's let's do a game where he complains about her. You know, like, okay. in the world of I'm being bothered. Like, let's make believe I'm him. And I'm like, can you imagine if I went to my friends and was like, oh, this woman I went on two and a half dates with. We went on a walk, and then we had another date, then we went on another date. She keeps wanting to hang out. And it's like, my friends would look at me and go, well, do you not like her? Well, we had a lot of fun in the first two dates. But she won't stop trying to hang out with me. And it's like, well, do you want to go? Like, he would sound right. ridiculous. There's he no would sound. He would sound ridiculous. I agree he would sound but But he could also, like, just feel annoyed, not tell anyone, and just kind of be like, oh, this person, I'm kind of like, Eh, like I, I, I was excited about her. This is, I feel like, the more realistic thing is like mm. he, he goes out with this girl two and a half times. He was excited about her. After two times, he's kind of like, eh, that was okay. I don't really know, like if I'm like really trying to date, but like I guess I hook up with her. Um, and then so he's like not texting her as consistently. Um, and then she's asking him, and he's like, oh, she like keeps wanting to hang out, but like I don't. I don't know. Well, like, I, I know. I kind of like would hang out with her like late on a Friday, mm -hmm. but like I don't really. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd be yeah, like, that yeah. No, I, more I scenario. But but that's the more realistic scenario, and that's the scenario where you have to go. What do I want? Like mm -hmm. if, if if you know, she's like, well, what's normal? What's not normal? Because she's looking for things to keep her texting him or not. But that's not something we can tell her to do. Like. Does she want another date? Like, I would assume she wants another date, right? That's it. Plain and simple. If you want to, like, I would stop, you know, going by rules and start going by, you know, like, events. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I like this guy enough to go hook up late night on Friday. 
That could be all you want. That could be the, the next thing you want to do. Like, I want to have a drunken, nice night with him. That would be fun and casual and fun. I don't know if that's what she wants, but I would say that's an okay thing to want. So then she goes, I want to date. Okay, great. You text him, hey, I hope this project's going going well. Haven't heard from you. Would love to get that uh, that date rescheduled. Let me know when. And it's like he either does it or he doesn't. I think she's. A, I think the the fear and what you're saying is now I'm in the zone of someone I'm texting with but never moving forward with. Right. Yeah. And that's a that's a scary zone. But like that's one of those things where you have to be like, ah, I see what's. We've only sent memes. We've only sent texts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna back away. And that's the point where you go, hey, I've been trying to go out with you. Um, I I'm looking to get to know you in person. This isn't really the way I'm like looking to get to know you. And I and that doesn't mean I don't like you, but I I just kind of feel like we're just hovering right now. Right. And I think that's sort of like that honest communication is something that you kind of need to do in that phase when you're feeling that way because otherwise mm. you're stuck in this limbo situation where the other person can kind of like do as they please with you. Yeah, without and, you sh- and, and without you putting down like sort of firm firmer ground rules there. And I think a lot of people will say to us, you know, the firm ground rules, the the response we get hot. to that, it's very hot. But it's um, it's like the teacher that's like strict but fair, you know. Right. Like I I think like a lot of the feedback to what we what we're talking right now would be, well, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be that like not chill girl. It here's all you have to do: say what you want while also being unoffended. If you can be unoffended, then anything you ask for is totally fine. It's totally chill. Hey, right. I'm looking for a date. I, I understand, you know, if you don't want to do that, that's totally cool. I, I get it. Like, even just saying I get it. Like, you're now yeah. in the, you know, like, you it, it, as long as, the minute you get offended is the minute that people back away from you because they go, Oh, this person seems to need me more than I need them. Right. It's they know that that you're not willing to walk away. Yes. In the same way. They're not like because if you because that's what gives you such like high strung anxiety is when you're not willing to move, walk away. If you say it in a cool way where you're mm. like this is what I want, totally cool if you don't want that either. Um, but this is kind of what I'm looking for. Then the other person's kind of like I think you you come off as as stronger, more confident, and also like you they could take it or leave it, take it or leave it, and yeah, there's no leeway to like kind of play within the margins of it. There's no margins. That's mm-hmm. why people are like a lot of men will sit there sending you memes for ten years. They'll they'll send you memes as long as they can, just so they have you for when they need you, and. They're never gonna stop doing that because in their best because it's in their best interest to keep doing it, right? And and I know that sounds icky and bad, but it's like, you know, it it it's it, this is all survival, you know. Like they they're just trying to like their penis is looking at them going, hey, make sure we got a place to go if we if it's ever cold outside. <laughs> you know, they're setting up. Penis wants a backup plan. Right? Yeah, the penis wants a home. And it wants to make sure that at least somebody out there can be some sort of plan for when things get cold outside, when we run out, you know, putting away nuts for the winter. This is hibernation. Right. But what you have to, as the as the 
per, as the other person on the other side of this situation, I think what you have to remember is that's not your problem. And you all and what you should be concerned with is looking out for your own mental. Yeah, your, pro- your problem yeah. is that you want to get to know someone in person. That is if you break things down to their most simple form, it becomes an easier thing to ask for. All I want to do is get to know this person. Like, 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 oh, what am I, an evil person for wanting to go on a date with you? Like, oh, things are busy. Cool. Let me know when they're not. But I'm not going to do the things in between. Right. I'm not going to be talking to you with no end in sight to go nowhere. And, and when she asks, you know, what's, what's the rules? What's the amount? It's like she's absolving herself from adult conversations. She's absolving herself from getting disappointed by people. Because when you make it a rule, oh, they didn't abide by rule two in my dating book. Now it's like, oh, okay, nothing, you know, I didn't, it wasn't me, it was breaking the rules. You know, it's like, listen, there's a lot of people out there with dating rules and they're trying to sell something to you. They don't care about you. I'm just letting, you know, the listeners know if someone's like feeding you rule number one, that's an easy way to make everyone fit into some sort of program that isn't for everyone. Right. Yeah. I don't think you can live by rules. You can live by your own standards, though. Yeah. Your your standards are your own personal. Your own personal rules are fine to have. But there's no like universal set that someone can sell you um, again in the same way. But you can have your I think you can have your own thing. of This is something I do. This is something I don't like to do. Oh, no, that's that's called, uh, you know, I have feelings. I feel every time I have sex before date three, I feel awful. So. Henceforth, I will not have de- sex with someone after before. De- That's your own thing. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their T-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect T-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their T-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless T-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt. It's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems. And it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. 
Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. This week's Awkward Sexual Encounter is presented by Willa. Embarrassing sex stories are inevitable, but at least you like your condoms, lube, and if the sex isn't what you were hoping for, there's always your trusty vibe to do the job right. That's why we love Willa, a new line of products by Trojan Brand Condoms made specifically for women. This new line has two kinds of condoms a vibe, and a lube, and is created for those who make pleasure a priority. With Willa by Trojan Condoms, you come first. Get your hands on the Willa collection now. Available exclusively at Target. So let's do this email. J&J, when my now fiancé and I started dating, we took things slowly because he hadn't had sex with anyone in a while, about three years. Because of this, he masturbated a lot. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You told her this? I, I mean, can you imagine? You're like, um, it's been a while, but I need you to know I've been masturbating a lot. I'm chafing like an animal down there. Like, I mean, no sex for three years is a long time. He was in hibernation himself. When we finally yeah. tried to have sex for the first time together, he was having a hard time coming. See, that would be the opposite for me. Like if I if it had been a while for me. I would think you'd come me, immediately. Literally, uh, the 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 nail on your pinky could touch my penis, and I would be like, <laughs> just explode. Well, maybe uh, it's because he's um, masturbating all the time. Oh, so he's lost sensitivity. Perhaps. I, I mean, everyone is different with this stuff. I, I, you know, it's all as as we learned from the doctor we had on our our resident dick doctor. Um, what's his name? We, you know, these are uh, all mental usually. That's true. Um, we had a hard time coming. Eventually, enough time had passed where it felt like the moment for either of us coming was over. He, eventually, time had pa- enough time had passed where it felt like the moment for either of us coming was over. I'm just imagining them like wiping their brow with sweat. <laughs> like, I think we missed the boat. You know? It's not <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like when you're when you're bringing it back to the beginning of the episode when you're like going for a you know you're, when you're trying to find the restaurant and mm. then you just keep like rejection, rejection. No one likes it, and maybe we should just go home. Yeah, that is the equivalent of not coming, not find like ordering at home <laughs> instead of right. Let's just <laughs> call it. it. Yeah, <laughs> listen, we tried. It felt good. Uh, he then told me that he thought he might be able to come if I gave him a hand job. Ooh, going to analog. He's like, let's go old school. I think I can do it. <laughs> I started doing that is a weird thing where you're like, why don't you give me a hand job? Is like that seems like the worst solution to this problem. Well, he's probably like, maybe that'll be more similar to um what I, you know, I've been used to doing me doing this past three years, which is giving like, you know, jerking That's off. That's true. So it's like, let's try that, but with you instead of me. Yeah, he's like, I go lefty sometimes. Let's do it like that, but with you, you know, like exactly. <laughs> he then told me that he thought he might be able to come if I gave him a hand job. I started doing it, and almost immediately he asked me if I could use Vaseline or something. Boy, this guy had a whole procedure. I had never used a lubricant for hand job before, and I didn't have anything like that in my apartment. 
Wait, you didn't have any lube? Sounds to me like you need to go out and get some Willa. And he then says, what about chapstick? <laughs> this guy's masturbation MacGyver. This guy's got he's, mo- like, he's like, I will come. <laughs> get out the chapstick now. <laughs> what, about, what about what about that hand cream? No, I don't got any hand cream. What, a, what, a, what about the olive oil in the cabinet? What a... <laughs> Toothpaste, whatever. Yeah, to tooth- <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just don't touch. Don't touch the tip of my dick with the toothpaste. It burns. I don't know how I know that. Uh, <laughs> I did. That makes one I, of us. I did happen to have chapstick next to my beds. I mean, taking out the chapstick and like like putting it on like lipstick on the dick is hilarious to me. He then said, uh, "So that we then took out chunks of the chapstick and I used it to give him a hand job." He eventually came, and obviously we were still together, but when this first happened, my friends and I definitely wigged out by it. Uh, they saw it as a red flag. So I, I love this sincerely chapped dick. Yeah, that's good. That's a good name. Um, what would you yeah, call Yeah, they, they should have had some Willa, you know, right? new products. There could have been something else there. Um, the, I, she calls it chapdick. I would make, I would sh- shorten it to chapdick. Chapdick. She, yeah, 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 she makes it two words. No, this could be chap. I dick. would call yeah. it chap dick. That seems yeah, like yeah, the yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. choice. Uh, I I I like calling it the um, the, the masturbation MacGyver. I just love that he. I like that. I just love that he is like, no, I got an idea, and then like they're so specific that he must have done them before. Like right. here, get a get a rubber band and a stick. You're gonna put it. <laughs> you're gonna put my dick up against the stick. You're gonna put the rubber band around my dick and the stick, and then you're gonna like go up and down with your left hand. And I want you to get the olive oil, and it's got to be olive oil, not avocado oil. Right. That never works. Like, and then wrap your fingers like this around it. Like, I feel like <laughs> this is far too technical to be like erotic to me. Anyway, well, that's kind of be, be my issue with it. Well, that, that's the thing with masturbation is like. If you've been doing masturbation and not sex for long, there's a difference between masturbation and sex. Masturbation is like self-care. Like that is like getting a massage. To me, it's the same as getting a massage. It's it's like a me time moment. So you do, if you're not having a lot of sex, you're like, now this masturbation becomes like, a whole process for a lot of people. I, I can understand that where you're like, I got to have got the his ritual. He has a ritual. Yeah. I got my computer the, this way on my chest and I have the, the towel that I like to use and I don't use tissue paper because they're a little too, you know, too much cream on the <laughs> tissue paper. Like, you know, he's got a, it's really funny. It makes me like it, think of like people who have like a recipe that they have to do a certain way. You know, this yeah. is the kind of, the kind of tomatoes that we use. We don't use yeah. these kinds. When I make a banana bread, I <laughs> use, yeah. It, it, and But I'm saying like with masturbation, this happens a lot where it's like, th- you know when this happens? This happens when you become older in dating. Like you become more, the older you get, the more self-sufficient you get. And then like the older you get while you're single, the more self-sufficient you get and the harder it becomes to find this partner that can kind of fit that self-sufficient life. It's the same right. with masturbation. Like this guy's spent three years getting used to a certain process. And then now this person comes in and it's like, it's just not the same. Right. I mean, that's a little bit on him though. I would say more than absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, here's the thing about this, um, she- awkward sexual experience. I think like 
he's in very much in single mode of like this is how I do things, but that's not really like how sex with a human woman works. Like no. it's more of a back and forth or like there's like room for like improvising. I mean, I guess they did improvise in that sense, but um just like to me I'd be like, all right, like you're we're not like the goal is here isn't to like figure out a way to have like me masturbate you. It's like to have sex together. I <laughs> I actually, I, I didn't think of that until you brought that up because you're right. This is actually, I have been in that situation when the roles have been reversed and there's a lot of pressure on the woman coming and, I, and I'm like going down on her and like I'm into it and I'm trying and then she's, and then she'll do like the, no, 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 you, you, okay, use your hand and I'll be like, okay. And then I'll start using my hand and they'll be like, nope. You have to lick while using your hand, and you have to sing the ABCs, and you got to speak Spanish, and you got to you got to do it in the usted form, and you're like, okay, okay, I'm trying, you know, like there, there's a point where it's like right. too much, or it's not fun. It's anymore. not fun. Now I yeah, now I work for your climax, and in this <laughs> in this situation where she's pulling out fucking chapstick, I would there's a point where like you are, um, you're much less a partner and you're more of a tool. Right. And that to me would be like the part that would be annoying. I could see why, again, why someone would be like, this would be like their mindset if they had been, mm. if they hadn't had sex in three years. And the only, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just been me in my hand this whole time. Like, we're not used to a real female in the world. Yeah. I mean, but, I'd be, I'd be concerned if they were a concerned lover of, for me. Right. Yeah. That would be probably, I mean, I, they're, they're engaged now. So I assume they've worked it out. But I can see why her friends are like. <laughs> I can see why her friends are like, yeah, like, it's like not, you know, it's on the best look, um, no. early in your sexual, back and forth. Um, but I think the fact that she included that information was actually helpful and pertinent to the situation. Which information? The, the the information yeah. that he was single for three years and just and only masturbated for three years. Yeah, and I I think you do forget about the other human on the other side. That's and and that's kind of. Would you go back to this guy like if after all this? I think if he like if I expressed that like I would prefer to be again like a more like we're doing this together situation, mm -hmm. um, and he was like into that or like seemed happy to do that then i think i'd be fine if he was like well this is how i do things then yeah. <laughs> i think it i'd would, probably be out it would be a hard conversation for me to have with the woman because like i don't want to like seem like i because like there's also like the societal things where it's like i don't want to look like i'm not like happy to go down on someone you know i don't want to be that guy like oh i you know but it would make me like i would need to see the second time if it was just like that one time that she was frustrated or whatever if the second time was like come on hurry you know like get the you know get out the you know the whisk i'd be like okay i i this seems yeah. like and uh, this doesn't seem like a fun sex we're not teammates in this. vibing yeah we're not vibing yeah. sexually i also think it's funny with the chapstick though like i'm imagining someone after this like asking to borrow her chapstick <laughs> as sometimes girls do and she's like well it's been rubbed all over this guy's penis but i guess you know you could you could use it if you want now I'm never borrowing a, anyone's chapstick ever again. Yeah, I think I've done. I, I it might be uneven. It was on uh, the <laughs> helmet of his dick. Um, it's been rubbed around. Yeah. And, yeah, or like what a mess it would look like. Yeah, that's a pube. Oh yeah, can I get take that off? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Okay.
Well, that's it for this week's Awkward Sexual Encounter presented by Willa with Willa by Trojan Condoms. You come first. Get your hands on the Willa collection now available exclusively at Target. The Vibe and condoms are available now and the lube just hit the shelves. You can buy online at Target.com or visit Trojanbrands.com to learn more. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's do another email. You ready? Let's do it. Okay, so this email is from a guy. Okay. I always like to, to mix it up with these. He, he writes, um, I've had a very close female friend since childhood. We were each each other's first kiss. We're 30 now and still close. Never hooked up before. I live in our hometown. She does not. She came back over the summer to see her parents for a few weeks and was staying with me to quarantine from them. Well, two weeks turns into two months of us spending every minute of every day together, both work from home, including tons of good sex, usually initiated by her. She eventually goes back to her city, and at first we were FaceTiming and keeping in regular contact. She tells me she misses me, drunk texting, etc. We even discussed taking a trip together, but that's fallen off to where we haven't had a real conversation in weeks. I'm justified in feeling upset about this, right? I mean, she's pseudo-ghosting me, but I'm one of her best friends. I know I need to talk to her, but I just don't know how to navigate this. Like, this isn't a real breakup. It feels worse because we're friends. This is brutal. I mean, there's a lot of people like this started as like the all-American COVID quarantine love story. Dream, yeah. This is like what people dream about. I move home. Like, you guys just posted this woman's um, TikTok. It's very funny uh, where she's going home and and the, the song, like the real sappy song is playing. She's like going back to my hometown over oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I'm talking about? I kind of know. I, I think I've seen at least part of that. Betch has posted it. And it's okay. like this woman, she's going home and back to my hometown where everyone's obsessed with me. And like, it's from like a Hallmark movie. Like, this is that. Like, 
the woman comes home. She's got the guy she had the first kiss with. Oh, we have this history, but we were always friends. I'm going to quarantine. My, my, this is approved by the family to go quarantine right. with him for like, a, she, he said, a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they talk every day. And then she kind of leaves that. And and so I understand where he's like, what the fuck? Like, I think, yeah, I think you've got a good point about it being that, like, you know, I'm going to a place. I mean, we've talked about this before, about like geographic cure to like your dating rut or something. Mm-hmm. And like you're going back to a place where you're sort of like you're like a little bit hotter shit than like you were maybe in your actual hometown or sure. something like that. Or there's I think there's also a sense with a lot of women where it's like there's guys you feel like you should date, Mm -hmm. but you might not actually be attracted to them or actually not even not necessarily attracted, but like that doesn't actually vibe in the way that you like wanted to vibe, whether that's because it just doesn't work or because it's like, it's like familiar in a way that kind of like doesn't feel exciting or the person's Mm -hmm. like, you know, too nice or something like that. I don't know. Or you, you're very confident that the person's into you. But I do think there's like a sense of she goes home. She's like, oh, I should I should be into this guy. Like, he's really nice to me. My, like you said, my parents approve. Like we, you know, we're we're good friends. Like in my head, this like rom-com thing, like we should be together. But like there's something that doesn't click. So you so you think there's an element of her going home and this guy that she always kind of knew was an option or always kind of knew was like someone she never really explored it with but knew she had the opportunity to, now she could, because of COVID, because of quarantine, because of situation, she had the opportunity to play it out, and she did. And now that is over, and she goes back to her city life, and she's like, uh, I'm looking for more excitement. I'm looking for different. You think that's kind of what's going on? Yeah, I do think that's like a big, a, a kind of a, a big part of it. Or I like, I kind of went home. I like tried this thing out, but like it didn't, it just didn't click. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of the times we're, we're given these messages of like, this is the kind of person you should be with. Or like, this is how it works in the rom-com. So like we go with it. But then once you, once you actually do it, you're like, eh. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've, I hear that. I understand that. I mean, he writes a very specific sentence at the end of his email. It says, like, this isn't a real breakup, but it feels worse because we're friends. I think this guy, they're not friends anymore. They're like, yeah, the, well, like I know they well, share they a lot of history. They never really were. Never really were, but like, I, I think maybe they were in elementary school and they share like, I think this is like the toughest part of like dating someone that you grew up with is like, it's confusing. You share so much things in common, not just knowing each other, but like the streets, the teachers that you had, the memories are shared. Like even memories you don't have together are kind of together because you know the same people. You know all the characters in the story. So he's like, oh, I'm losing a friend that I can lean on. No, you've lost your girlfriend. This person has, has, is effectively dumping you. Right. I wouldn't know. I don't know if we'd call her his girlfriend. Well, they acted like a couple. They, I, I would say okay. they acted like a couple for a few months. Like to call, She's closer to girlfriend than she is a friend. Right. 
Well, I think it's funny because I think it's like a lot of people who probably who date who marry people that they dated in high school probably at some point say to themselves like, am I with this person because like it was the easiest, most convenient path and it mm-hmm. worked out or like and could there be anyone else out there better for me or like am I with this person because they're truly the best and I just I just happened to find to find them super early. Yeah. I don't know. I I I understand how this happens. I understand how this doesn't work out. I think this guy right now is looking for like an answer on like his he knows his next step is they do have to talk. You agree, right? Oh, totally. And I think I can understand. I mean, I've kind of done this and I feel bad. Obviously, looking back when I, you know, when I was younger, I think to a guy where I'm where I'm in that other, you know, the the shoe is almost on the other foot. I feel like a lot of the times, like I'm the one who's like, doesn't know what's going on. But there are occasions, I think, when you're kind of like, you know, you're leading someone on and you Mm -hmm. and I think we have like almost like less sometimes can have like less experience with like knowing how to like guys don't like to like be the ones to just do the rejection you have to like basically like force them to to break up with or make them break up with you this is like sort of a similar situation where she's like this is really uncomfortable i really don't want to hurt this person's feelings but like i'm not feeling it and like how do you say that to someone who you're friends with who you sort of have led on and i think it's like an immature way to do is not just say it instead she's just kind of pulling away hoping he'll be like oh, my, my ego will just let me like kind of drop it and I won't ever have to talk to him about it. But I don't think that's fair either. Yeah, and also just the, the specifics of the email make this like you can kind of see what's happening. They're both 30, okay? He's in the hometown. He has his own place in the hometown. She goes back to the city. To me, those are two people in two different spots of life. He's probably has his own home. I mean, the way he's talking, it's like he's got the whole place set up. All that has to happen is his new wife has to move in. Like the fact that they could quarantine at his home, you know, in this suburban area. Like it seems like he's kind of like ready to like let life move in a direction. And Mm -hmm. when she's 30 and comes home and then tests it out for a little bit and then is like, now drunk texting him from the city like it seems like she's in a different place of life right yeah i could see that that too it's like she's not in that mode or like like what you said like where you're like you kind of lead a guy on like i think you lead a guy on when you know that there is a good like i think a lot of times when women lead a guy on and i i don't mean to make this like gendered but like this feels very female to me to be like well, I'm leading him on because there is a landing spot for life to literally begin if I say so. So it's like I can move in, start the process of doing the fall pictures. I can get the engagement. I can get the marriage. All the things I know people do want generally or that I should want. But it, and it's all just waiting there. And I don't want to just turn that away because it's hard to turn away the thing that people are looking for. Like, right. Or the thing I'm supposed to be looking for, exactly. the thing that like makes sense and seems fair, again, like very easy totally. in that sense of like if I could just and I've said that to myself so many times, but so many different guys, like if I could just be into this guy, like life would be so easy. Yeah, the, I don't think guys think, do. Th- I don't think guys do that quite as much. No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I, it, this, that's why, like, like when you hear his specifics, we're 30, never hooked up before in the hometown. 
uh, staying with me to quarantine, turned into two months of us initiated by her. She eventually, and then she goes back to the city. Like now, back, ah, okay, it's over yeah. now. You know, like time to go back to like, you know, go, you know, going to meatpacking, you know, like. Right. The way I would do it if I were him is I would text her. I'd be like, hey, um, obviously, like, this is a little weird. Like, I do, I, we, we were basically living together for this whole time. Like, I felt very close to you. I'm feeling like, like you're not really interested in this anymore. Mm. Um, but it I kind of hurts my feelings. I feel like you would might like like we were friends and if you if you're not feeling it, like I'd prefer you just tell me because I'm not really sure what's going on. Yeah, I think also like I I like that approach. I'm for that approach. I think also like he knows I think he has to dump her. And I think <laughs> because I think he needs to release himself from her. Like you never give that you never give that advice to the women. Um I would give that advice to any woman who's been ghosted. Like I, I think, think you would say like say what but she's not I don't think he's being ghosted exactly. She's pseudo ghosting, which means she's just pulling away. Yeah, and and to me like he has to let her know that this isn't like an open door policy to just come back to your hometown anytime you know once the holiday like the holidays are coming up like is she gonna come home and like stay with him and like and like this guy seems like he's like ready to get going with this girl well yeah i mean he does but i'm saying like i don't i think she's like i i don't see why if, if he if she if he's like we're friends and we have this friendship why he can't be like instead of like this is over. I'm like, I'm ending it with you instead. Just be like, what is going on here? Why don't you just like, tell me the truth about what's going on. If you don't, if you're not feeling it, like that's fine. I just prefer to know. Like, I don't, I feel like yours is like a little bit of an ego saving move, which is fine. But like, I feel like if the, on the other, if it was the other way around, you would suggest like stay saying what you want, getting the truth out, especially if they're friends. Well, I just don't buy that they're friends anymore. And I don't know if it's an ego thing. Like, I, what's the other way around? Give me the other way around scenario. Like, a guy that, like, came home and lived with this woman who has, yeah. like, the house and stuff. And then she's like, what's going on with this guy? I'd be like, this guy isn't, like, like I don't know. In this scenario where you've done two months of living together and then they just kind of disappear, like, I guess, I guess dumping Where they is pull like, away. It seems pull, like pseudo ghosting to me is like the withdrawal pull away. He's not like sure. not answering, but he's not like, like, or he or she is not like fully engaged in the conversation. You have to call it out. I, I, I think we both agree there. I just don't know. Like I, my worry is offering this like, Hey, but I'm here still. Like, I don't know how that's going to work for this. Right. I mean, I guess it's in not that like they're, sense. they're not in the same city. Like they're like she has moved back. Like they like they're living two different lives. I don't you think he would feel better knowing like what her thought process is before it. Yeah, but I don't know where I don't know if she's going to give an honest answer if she's not being honest right now. I I guess like what you're saying is right. Like, hey, um, I feel you pulling away. Uh, I'm losing you right now. You should be able to tell me what's going on. We spent two months mm -hmm. together. I deserve the respect of some sort of explanation. Right. 
that makes sense to me. That would but make me give the explanation, which I think would be like, I actually think I would give an honest explanation in mm. this case because I think that like what she's feeling is probably what I've felt before, which is mm. like, this is something that like seems ideal. I should really want it. You are a great guy, objectively. You know, mm. like I, it's not you're not an unattractive person. I'm, you know, like I think you're I have a good personality. We've been friends for all these years. There's something in it that's just not clicking for me. Yeah. Um. I wish it was. I really do. Like I, re- I really, but it's just not there. That's a hard thing to say. But I actually, in this case, think it's like the honest thing. Yeah, and I think it's that's the, true. And and at least it like settles it. But like after that. Do they they do you think they can be just friends? No, or at least not for like not for a while. Yeah, they need some time away from each other. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that. I'm with you on like I I hope he gets that explanation because I, I don't know what he learns from it. There's nothing to be learned. At least it just sets him free a little bit. They, it, there's no thought of her, her coming back. Right. To me, that's the obvious explanation. And it doesn't, again, necessarily have anything to do with you. It's not really yeah. personal. It's really just about... Also, like, sometimes a lot of women are attracted to men who, like, are are not that into them. Or, like, mm-hmm. they feel like are harder to get because they're kind of like this other guy who likes me is, like, boring. I'm bored by this, even if that's not healthy for them. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And it's to do entirely with, like, the way that they are, like, measuring their own attractiveness to someone. No, I get that. I mean, listen, if there's no spark, there's no spark. But it's I, I again, he's he's like, do I I'm I, I'm justified in feeling upset about this, right? Yeah, man. Fucking yeah, feel that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like I I but I I think like yeah, you got to have that conversation. It, and it sucks. I I feel for him because it's like again, there's like this like I'm sure for him, he's like I'm ready. You know, the the bags are packed. Life is ready to go. We're, we, you know, we can have our kids go to the same elementary school as us. You know, like, it's right. like. And, and so, I'm sure she's thought of that. I'm sure she's I'm thought sure of that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, right. that's, I think that's the difference between if this were written by a guy or if this were, were written by um, a woman is I do think that, like, in this case, they both thought about it. I think in mm. the other case, it's usually just the. <laughs> The girl is wondering what happened when this guy came home and that's actually there and then left him back in the city. He's probably not thinking about her at all. So yeah. at least you've got that. <laughs> there you go. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Red flag or deal breaker. The person you've been going on dates with for two months tells you that their friendship with their most recent ex who they dated and lived with for four years is a part of their package deal, quote unquote. For context, the ex has moved on and lives in another state, but they keep in touch via text fairly regularly and talk on the phone sometimes. I, I don't they, like. They say basically, they they say their friendship with their ex is that they is like a non-negotiable. Sure, and listen, this can happen. I'm okay with that. The idea that we've gotten to a point where they have to tell me it's a package deal, like, like I. I I would be more to me the red flag deal breaker should be about the person asking it. Really? Like I'd be more like you're uncomfortable with this relationship that like is in another state and I've told you is nothing to me like at that point how much do you and trust me? We're a me? package deal. Me and my ex are a package deal. I I yeah, I don't like that it's been pushed to that point. Like I I I don't think this relationship is going to last. Right. <laughs> like I like I think like the point where you go no, we're a package deal like 
I, it's more to me like, yeah, this is my friend. I don't know. Like, we talk sometimes. If you yeah, have a the package that, deal part is like not for me. Yeah, it's like very that. defensive. Yeah, and it's kind of just like, oh, like, so this is like your number one? Like, what the yeah. fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, I, I know. I, um, they lived with for four years and dated as part of If it's the, like, yeah. I have this, this ex that I like, I'm, I'm still friendly with. We, we text occasionally. Um, and like, it's really not a big deal. That's one thing. If they're like, well, just so you know, like me and like Brad, we are a package deal. We cannot be separated. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> you're uncomfortable. Like, I'm sorry. That's on you. Like to me, that would be like, all right, that's a deal breaker. Now this person has like another person in their life whose bond is unbreakable. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> I, I it, it, what you're saying is right because it depends on how it comes up. Like, hey, this like the you just gave two scenarios and both of them I agree with. <laughs> like, like the first one where it's like, yeah, it's my fr-. you know we dated for a while, we actually lived together, we still text a lot, and they're just a good friend. And then the person's like, well, I can't, I don't know if I like that. Well, well, this is someone I'm not gonna like lose a friend. I. We've kind of worked that stuff out. We're not together anymore. And then you get pushed to package deal or you start at that's a package deal. Do not ask that. You know, right. like, it's like, a different, I don't know. It's a different it's a, framing. I agree. Right. You if know, they come in like like because that means they're also like really, really into this friendship. If they come in hot with it, like I would imagine someone coming in with their like I feel like people come in with their kids about that. Well, like, you know, this, these are my kids and they come first. And like if, they're, if you're not OK with that, like like this isn't gonna work that to me seems like normal those are your kids totally non-negotiables yeah i I get that not my like ex no 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 no. if your ex is a non-negotiable right from day one hey uh just so you know that's a deal breaker to me that to me yeah that's what i'm saying i agree with. yeah i'm i'm with you all right right. let's do another Hey, J&J, love the pod. Here's a funny story for you. I was dating a guy, and the first time I went back to his place, and we were in the middle of hooking up, he casually asked if I wanted to use a vibrator. I laughed, thinking he was joking. What a weird joke. But then he tells me he's serious, and he can go get it right now. I threw up in my mouth a little that the thought of a communal vibrator politely declined, and politely declined, even after he insisted it's clean. Is this the 21st century? Uh, is this 21st century chivalry? Gross. Red flag or deal breaker? <laughs> he just has. Yeah, no, one. I, just, I I put it in the dishwasher. It's good. Like what? Yeah, I would say like that would be a deal breaker again. Like because it's his. If it was mine, if it was my mm. will of vibrator. Um, <laughs> I'd be fine with it. Um, that's gross. I I agree. Like, yeah, I I ha- like who else has used it? Who else has used it? Um, yeah, I think it's it's not like it's you're in the hotel and they put the remote control in the packaging. You know when they do that? Like when you like the right. sh- Have you been in a hotel since COVID? Like you know they? No, but I've seen like the I've seen pictures of how they're like wrapping individually yeah, like wrapping I, like pillows and things like that <laughs> to make sure that you know that they've been cleaned and yeah, you know yeah that's not happening with this vibrator it's not in plastic covering and saran wrap and being like oh no no it's just disinfected with our new disinfecting technology for covid like that's not what he's doing like he just yeah. has like also it would matter like what his apartment looked like and what you know like i need to know there's oh, a lot clean, of specific it, yeah right. how ne- it would have to be like very very like nice clean apartment 
But even yeah. now, even then, I would still be like, and also that they'd be like insisting, like it's their idea, and then they're like, well, that's obviously something he's like. I into. promise it's like, clean. Yeah, I don't know. The insistence is bad because then it's like you care a little too much. Right. It'd be one thing to be like, oh, if you wanted to bring that in, like I'm cool with that. But the other thing is like, oh, like here's something to do my work for me. If you want. <laughs> brings in a jackhammer. He's like, I have a housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to clean that up. I have a housekeeper. Yeah, it's like yeah, that yeah. for the bedroom. Absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, he's just sitting there with the vibrator looking away on his phone, looking at texts. He's just yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a little, I, I, I'm trying to think of the male equivalent. Like she just brings out like, I don't know. Um, like a, it would have to be something that like only that would like men would use. Hey, take this like t-shirt boy. that my ex-boyfriend had. Maybe I guess it, yeah. it could be a sex toy too. You know, she could bring out, you know, a sex toy. Oh, we used to use this with my boyfriend all the time. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to. Right. I don't want that on me. Yeah. Deal breaker. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. All right. After the, so this is another one. She was after the guy rescheduled our date twice, he hit me with this text. Shocked, but I hope he has a speedy recovery for his balls. Pretty ballsy move, am I right? Let me know what you think. Um, so he basically writes to her, Hey, so um, so I know we were supposed to hang out tonight, but I just got a severe, severe diagnosis of ele- elephantitis. My testicles <laughs> have expanded to a level where my genitalia has been severely compromised. I cannot hang tonight. Have a great night. I'm so sorry. Do you think that's a joke? Like I, I, right. After he rescheduled twice, he hit me with this text. Is it? It feels like very, very clinical. Elephantitis is like the jokey ball disease. Oh, I've never heard like, of this. I've heard of elephantitis. Yeah, elephantitis like is like a thing you just hear about since grade school. Like you among know, like, guys? Because oh, I've never yeah, heard of it. just big old balls from elephantitis. Like it's just like... Oh, so you think it's a joke? To me, it feels too jokey. Like it's just like in the have a great night. I'm so sorry. Like after rescheduling twice, like there's a point where it's like he's just like, I don't want to keep rescheduling this person. I'm out. And let me just, I don't you know. Blame it, it on my it, balls? I guess so. It's very immature if it's a joke. I mean, if he came back and was like, hey, I'm better now. I would love to go out. I would be, I would have a lot of questions. I'd be like, how are the balls? Yeah. Um, I think the reschedule, the third rescheduling is really the deal breaker for me. Well, yeah. The, uh, I don't have care a what great, the reason is. <laughs> sure. Have a great night. I cannot hang tonight. Have a great night. I'm so right. sorry. Not That's like, a bad ending. Let's do no. this next week on Tuesday. Are you free? I'm so sorry. Well, this is a very immature person because he let's say, let's live in the reality that he did have a ball problem. He sure. could go, hey, I'm in the hospital right now. I'm so sorry. This is kind of crazy. We've rescheduled twice. Like there has to be a level of awareness to get a reschedule. So this has no awareness. This has made it all on you. This is nobody's fault but yours. Like you I, don't even believe this is a real that he's I don't serious. Believe it. No, no, no. I don't believe it for a second. Interesting. I had never heard of this fake, I guess, ball disease um, or situation. <laughs> it's not so, fake. It's just, it's just like a jokey one. Right. And the way I agree, the way he puts it is like. He's just trying to get at it. Right. It's like bizarre. Yeah. I would write this one off. I'd be like, okay, cool. Bye. Yeah. The, like, feel better. Someone, <laughs> yeah. I, this is one that I. Like if you. Sh- 
this is why meeting people on apps is hard because like this guy like like she can't show this to anyone and be like look what the fuck this guy did and then that person can't go what are you doing what's wrong with you right that's tough you, you i know like, well i agree with that we solved dating once again right jordana we did always a pleasure Always a pleasure. Listen, people, if you enjoy this podcast, share, share, share. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. And we'll be back next uh, Sunday for the Sunday special. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Dana Samuel. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at you up pod on instagram and email your questions to uup at betches.com thank you to our sponsor netflix bridgerton is back and dearest gentle readers you will not want to miss this chapter longtime friends colin bridgerton and penelope featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation the wallflower is ready to bloom but she needs colin's help to find a marriage match will these friends defy expectations to find true love and will penelope's secret identity as lady whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love you shall have to watch and see watch part one of bridgerton only on netflix may 16th Betches.